We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. Welcome to the Bright Time Live Show with your host, Dr. June Knight. I feel led of the Lord this morning uh, to talk to you about 2019, okay? Uh, <laughs> you'll notice my background. Uh, this is me back in this room, you know, where I rent. And so, I don't have the green screen anymore because God has me... Uh, in transition right now. So we'll see what's going to happen. But anyways, uh, I want to encourage you about 2019, okay? Because we are headed into a very tumultuous time in our country, okay? Before the church, it's the greatest time. It's the greatest time we have ever known for us to rise and to take our position in the Lord. Amen. So what I want to talk to you about this morning is what is your position, okay? Are you willing to obey the Lord in the midst of great persecution? There is a greater amount of persecution that's coming on the church in 2019. And so um, I just want you to be ready, bride, and I want to um, encourage you, encourage you in the word today to be able to march forward in the army of the living God, in spite of what happens in the natural, in spite of uh, what's happening on the north, south, east, or west of the nation, that we will obey the Lord going forward, okay? So I want to encourage you that in 2019, uh, so that you uh, can be in position and not be looking, okay? That's the goal, bride, is that we not look to the right or the left, at what is happening, we have to hear the Lord, okay? And the reason I say that, Brad, is there is so much going around right now that everything's fixing to shut down because of the government shutdown. There's a blackout coming to the country. Uh, you know, the grid's going down, and all this other stuff is, you know, stirring in the atmosphere. But what I want to encourage you about as the bride of Christ and the army of the living God is, do you hear his voice? 
Brian, I'm being very serious. Do you hear his voice? Because we, as the army, we are not uh, moved by the circumstances. Okay? We have to be willing to mold and to, and to move when things happen. We have to be willing to change and to grow. Okay? So, if that happens, our response should be, Lord, what, is, what am I supposed to do? Because, bride, the world looks to you, believe it or not, the world looks to you to help. They look to you to be the strength in the midst of the storm. And if you're all stirred up in your heart because you're afraid of losing everything, or you're afraid of what's going to happen to you and your family, how can you be that guard, you know, that general in your city, if you're too concerned about your own personal life, okay? I'm encouraging you today in the army. Hear his voice very clearly. I pray that your channel to heaven will be open today and that you will hear him for 2019, your clear marching orders for 2019, okay? Because we're going to have so much happen in the natural realm in 2019 that the army has to hear his voice. We have to know what God is saying and we have to be still in the midst of the storm. Okay, for instance, let's say I'm up here in Washington, D.C. and something major happens out here. Okay. Let's say something major happens. The grid goes down, nuclear bomb, something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the last thing that we can do as the church is to be caught up in the terror, the chaos, and the moment. We have to pause, take a deep breath. Lord, what do you want me to do? Because the Lord will take care of you, bride. Do you hear me very clearly? The Lord will take care of you no matter what happens. Remember the children of Israel. We are headed into those times, okay? We cannot be moved by fear. We can't be moved by, you know, uh, circumstances around you. We're moved by the voice of God. I would have never come to Washington, D.C. if it was not for the voice of God. Do you hear me? Because in the natural, nothing matched. In the natural, I should have never came here. You see what I'm saying? It didn't match. What I'm hearing does not match the natural. We don't go by the natural. We go by the hearing. So when the storms are raging and the enemy is screaming, we need to hear his voice. Okay, Lord, I see this is happening. Help me, Jesus. What do you want me to do, Lord? Ask the Holy Spirit, and then the Holy Spirit will say, pack your bags and start walking. You know, he may say, pack your bags and start walking. Or he may say, lock your doors, you know, whatever. Uh, he, he will instruct you. Listen, bride, I, you know, I've written books about this, about the mark of the beast, technology, and all this stuff. That's one thing that the enemy cannot get is your spirit. Do you hear me? 
He can do all he wants. He can listen to my conversations. He can record my conversations. He can hear out here. But he can't hear what's in here, baby. He cannot hear my commander-in-chief who is talking to me and is telling me what to do. He cannot hear it. You see what I mean? That is what we need to tune in. We need to hear. Because he, we are an army, bride. Listen to me. We, all around D.C. is an army. God has brought people here to work as as uh, cooks in restaurants, as uh, housekeepers, as Uber drivers, as, you know, all construction workers. He has brought people here from the army of God. And these are people. The devil can do his shenanigans. He can do all he wants to do. He can shut the grid down. He can do this. He can do that. But he's not going to stop the army. You know why? We have God on the inside of us. We hear his voice. He will speak to me as a Christian. And he will say, I want you to walk to Washington, D.C. and meet Johnny Joe. He's going to meet you at Union Station and be there. Be there by noon just like in the days of old bride we're gonna have to hear his voice hear me i walk to union station it may take me two days to get there walking but i obey the lord in spite of the craziness and the chaos and everything going on around me i walk to union station and i stand there at 12 o'clock and up walks johnny joe Johnny Joe, he's another Christian. Johnny Joe says, Oh, the Lord gave me a dream and told me to give you this instruction. You are to go to Damascus and you are to do this and you are to do that. and Or y'all, we are to come together and we're to do this and, and, and send out communications nationwide. And You see what I mean? We don't have to have a phone. Come on. We don't have to have satellite. We don't have to have any other form of communication but our relationship with God in prayer. We have to have this in tune. This. Because this is how God is going to talk to us. Remember, bride, to you that don't know me, when God sent me across the country last year, around the entire border of the country, 36 states, 18,000 miles, he led me by dreams. And the last quarter, <clears throat> I'd say the last 12 to 15 states, when I was in Columbus, Ohio, the Lord gave me a dream and he said, I want you to not plan another thing because, you know, I'm a planner. I don't want you to plan another thing because I'm going to lead you by the day. And he did, bride. And let me tell you what he did. He gave me a dream in Columbus, Ohio. He said, okay, I want you to go to Niagara Falls, New York. And I want you to prophesy over the falls. And I want you to say this about your nation. And I want you to do this. And I want you to do that. Alright, so I get up in the middle of the night and I get my phone. And this is how I do my dreams, just so I'm training some of you. Okay, the Lord gives me a dream at, say, 2 o'clock in the morning. Okay? I get up and I hit my little, see on the phone here, this little voice recorder. And I do like this. Okay, so I hit it and I'll say, The Lord told me to drive to Niagara. You know, I'm sleeping. Drive to Niagara Falls, New York. I am to prophesy over the falls, and I am to say that just as the waters come over the falls, 
let the angels from the Christ, from the heavens open up the gate to the crystal clear waters from the throne. Let it flood this nation from one end to the other of purity, holiness, and consecration. Let it wash off all the dirt and grime and filth off of our nation. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm repeating everything that I'm hearing in this dream. And I'm putting it on here, okay? And then the Lord says this, and the Lord says this, and the Lord says that. Okay, then I hit stop. I stop it. And then I go back to sleep. And the Lord has trained me, this bride. Over the years, he has trained me how to document dreams. Okay, so I get up in the morning, and I listen to it. Let's see. And I'll say, the Lord told me to drive. Okay, so I listened to it and I documented it. And then, when I drove to Niagara Falls, New York, I obeyed the Lord. He gave me $50. That's all I had. I, I, did, I reserved this hotel bride that was $50. And it ended up taking me to Canada. It's a funny story. But the point is... When I went to Niagara Falls, when I obeyed the Lord, then he gave me the next assignment. He does not give me an assignment till I obey the first one. And that's why I put on Facebook, I said, you'll never advance past your last disobedience. When God tells you to do something, go somewhere, do something. If you don't do it, you're not going to get another command. Or if you do, it won't be God. Because God, God has a way of doing the things in law and order. Okay, so anyways, uh, so he led me all across the country by dreams. Then, one time when I was writing my first book, uh, no, not my first book, my second book, which was my life story. I was in a cabin all alone with the Lord by the river. So beautiful, Brad. You know I love views. And I was by the river, and the Lord, he took me back in time. And I was able to write for a week straight. I wrote that whole book in a week. But what I did was, he took me back in time. And I was able to uh, write, you know, experiencing everything again. So, one night the Lord gave me a dream. I think it was the second night I was there. And he gave me a dream and he said, I want you to get up. I want you to go see your ex-father-in-law, and I want you to go repent to him for your sin that you did at his store, which I was, you know, back when I was on the Ouija board, I stole from him back in my, when I had my teenage years. And so I was like, wow, this is 30 years later, you know what I'm saying? But he said, I want you to be there at nine o'clock in the morning. He will, I mean, at seven o'clock in the morning, he'll be there. So I said, I told Lord, I said, all right, Lord, you're going to have to give me gas, you know, type of deal. So I got up and I went there. I haven't seen this man in 30 years, but I obeyed the voice of the Lord. When I got there, bride, he was there. He was shocked. And he's like, what are you doing here? I said, I know I haven't seen you in 30 years, but the Lord gave me a dream and told me I have to do this. So then I told him, the Lord told me I have to repent because when I was on the Ouija board, when I worked for you, you know, I stole from you. I stole food and cigarettes, you know. And so the Lord told me I have to repent to you and I have to work for you ever how long you tell me to work to pay it off. And he started crying, Brian. 
And he said, you don't know what this means to me for you to just admit this. He said, I always knew you did that. I said, yes, sir, I'm sorry. And so he goes, but look, you don't have to pay it off. He said, just you coming and admitting it means a lot to me. So I looked at him and I asked him, I said, sir, I have to know more than anything. Are you ready to meet the Lord? Because to me, salvation is the most important gift from God. I, above all healings and above all prosperity and above all this is salvation. And so he said he was. And so I prayed with him. And I prayed all the things that God told me to say in that dream. When I left there, it lifted. When God gives me commands, when he gives me orders, when he gives me missions, when my mission is complete, I feel it lift. I feel this, ah, you completed your mission, you know. And so I did that with him. And so that is what I'm telling you, Brian, for 2019. We all need this. Because we cannot be led by God through other people. We cannot uh, rely upon our pastors, our uh, friends. We can't rely upon our family members. We can't rely upon our husbands, our wives. We cannot rely on anyone but the Holy Ghost. Because let me tell you something. If you are all alone and something hits and you have to... Hear God yourself. What are you going to do if they're not there? I'm telling you, you think I'm crazy, bride? You think I'm crazy? No, I'm not crazy. I'm just preparing you because you're the army and the army needs to hear its leader. You need to hear him. If your husband's at work and something happens and everything collapses suddenly within an hour, like the Bible says, and you're all alone, you need to know, okay, calm down, June. Let's talk to the Lord. Then you pray, Lord, what's going on and what, what am I supposed to do right now? Ask him for your commands. What is your job in the midst of the chaos? Because let me tell you, Brad, every one of you have a job in the chaos. Every one of you. I don't care if you're a stay-at-home mom. I don't care if you're whatever. Every one of us is in the army. Every one. Because even if you stay home and you think my job is insignificant, it is not. You are doing the most important job in the country. I feel God's presence. Because you are raising his children. You are raising those beautiful children up in the fear and admonition of the Lord. And you are showing them that God is the answer to all of their prayers. That God hears them. That he is the most important person in their life. That is what your job is. Raising those children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. So never feel that you're insignificant because you're a stay-at-home mom. Never feel that way. I just felt like saying that. Okay. But going back to if chaos happens, calamity happens, if the grid shuts down, if, if whatever happens in the earth, okay, you as an army of the living God, have to have your spiritual ears in tuned with heaven because you're going to have to know what are you supposed to do in this time 
No matter what position you think you're in, no matter how insignificant you think you are compared to other people, God has a job for you to do. And so, if it happens, if the grid shuts down, which means what I mean by grid is all your lights, your cell phones, everything goes down, okay? Then what do you do? You pray. Okay, Lord. So let's all turn to Acts chapter 14, because I was asking the Holy Spirit, what scripture do you want me to use to encourage them this morning? And he said, Acts chapter 14. So get your Bibles out. You know I read King James. All right, Acts chapter 14. And this is going to encourage you because this is the apostles when they was going around preaching. Okay? And it came to pass in Iconium that they went both together into the synagogue of the Jews and so spoke that a great multitude, both of the Jews and also of the Greeks, believed. Now, Brian, back in those days, that is a huge deal because at first, only the Jews were able to believe. But he's saying here, both Jews and Greeks. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles, the troublemakers, and made their minds evil, affected against the brethren. So what does that mean, Brian? It means persecution. It means People got jealous, and they stirred up other people against them, right? Okay, verse 3. Long time therefore abode they speaking boldly in the Lord. What? They spoke boldly? Yes. And that's what I pray for you, Bride, in 2019. That you will speak boldly to the world about the Lord, which gave testimony unto the word of His grace and granted signs and wonders to be done by their hands. Now, listen, Brad, a lot of people that are praying for revival, okay? I believe that this is going to be the kind of revival it's going to be. It's going to be the type of revival that uh, will come with a lot of suffering and persecution. It will not be a glorious hallelujah, you know, uh, where it's all positive for Christians. I don't believe that. I believe it's going to be through much trouble, much persecution, much trials. And through that, though, God is going to have the Christians rise up. The Christians are going to be uh, doing a lot of signs and wonders and miracles. Why? Because it's going to be so dark, you know, and God's going to use them during that time. But the multitude of the city was divided. Now, we see that today within the church, don't we, Brian? And part held with the Jews, and part held with the apostles. And when there was an assault made, both of the Gentiles and also of the Jews, with their rulers, to use them despitefully and to stone them, persecution of the ultimate max, that's what that is, okay? They were aware of it. How did they get aware of it, right? Probably because they heard the Holy Spirit. This is what I'm telling you. You've got to hear the Holy Spirit in the midst of the chaos because he's going to speak to you and tell you, I want you to go here and I want you to do this. I want you to do that. We cannot listen with our natural ears. We have to listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying because of what's coming. Okay, so... 
They were aware of it and fled to Lystria and Derby, cities of Lyconia, and unto the region that lieth round about. And there they preached the gospel. Wait a minute. You mean they preached the gospel in spite of the persecution happening? Yes! Yes, they did! Why? Because the Bible says right here uh, that they were bold in verse 3. Long time therefore abode they speaking boldly in the Lord. So they still went out there and preached against all them that were ready to stone them. And there they preached the gospel. And there, we're on verse 8 now. We're in Acts 14, verse 8. And there sat a certain man at Lystria, impotent in his feet. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. These apostles are preaching in the midst of persecution, in the midst of them wanting to stone them, in the midst of them talking about them and casting lies about them. They're still preaching. And now that God has granted them signs, miracles, and wonders. So they come upon this man, Lystria, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. The same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand upright on your feet. And he leaped and walked. And when the people saw what Paul had done, they lifted up their voices. Now, bride, this is a word for us today. We need to hear this very clearly. And when the people saw what Paul had done, they lifted up their voices, saying in the speech at Lyconia, The gods are come down in the likeness of men. All right, what does that mean? It means that they were lifting them up and, and uh, exalting them as... God. We have to be careful, bride, when the signs, miracles, and wonders come. And I'm talking about not what we see today. I'm talking about when the moment comes, which I believe for us to be in 2019. When these moments come and God uses our members, he uses our vessels for his glory. And we, we touch people and they're receiving from heaven. You know, these great signs, miracles, and wonders. And we're seeing these transformations take place in people. Literal things that our eyes have never seen. Okay? When we see this, we have to stay humble. Because when they, when the world sees this transformation happening, they're going to want to praise us. We can never let that happen, bride, ever. And that's what it's saying right here in the Word. So today I'm basically exhorting you about what is coming, bride, in 2019. So we have to make sure we give the glory to God. And remember, bride, when it comes to glory, we are just the final seal on the deal. There has been a hundred other people ministering to these people in their lifetimes. Okay? We are just one of the piece of the body of Christ. We're just the one that actually just finished it. Okay? So, we can't take the glory because we obeyed like all the other hundred obeyed. So, let's go back to the scripture. In verse 12, And they called Barnabas, Jupiter, and Paul, Mercurius, because he was the chief speaker. Then the priest of Jupiter, which was before the city, brought oxen and garlands unto the gates and would have done sacrifice with the people. Wow. Wow. So these are people, they're really wanting to put them up on a pedestal. We cannot do that. 
okay, in uh, verse 14, which when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of it, they rent their clothes and ran in among the people crying out and saying, Sirs, why do you do these things? We are also of men of like passions with you and preach unto you that you should turn from these vanities unto the living God which made heaven and earth and the sea. And all the things that are therein, who in time past suffered all nations to walk in their own ways. Nevertheless, he left not himself without witness, in that he did good and gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. So basically, the apostles turned it around on God. They turned the glory around and they said, please don't elevate us. No, because bride, let me tell you something. If we take the glory from God, he may take our own life. I mean, you got to look at how he did uh, all the other people. Like that one king, I think, in Herod. There it is. King Herod in Acts, chap Acts chapter 12, I believe. We cannot take the glory when God uses us mightily. Okay, so, and when these say, with these sayings, scarce restrained they the people that they had not done sacrifice unto them, which means they didn't even listen to them. They did not even listen to Paul when he was telling them, don't put me up on a pedestal. Just because God is using me for signs, miracles, and wonders, please don't. I don't want any of the glory. God gets all the glory. So let's find out what Paul did because he saw how they was elevating him. And there came thither certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium who persuaded the people and having stoned Paul, drew him out of the city supposing he had been dead. Wow. So they still stoned him. What? Why am I hearing this right? They're sitting there elevating this man because he did all these signs, miracles, and wonders. And then because he tells them, don't give me the glory, they turn around and stone him. What the world? What are people thinking? So that just, that seals up the whole point of what I'm trying to make. When in 2019, when things, uh, you know, gets more stirred up in the spirit and we have a lot more persecution happening to the church we have got to make sure that number one that we hear the voice of the lord for 2019 we have to hear him not through any other person but himself in our hearts number two we cannot take the glory for the signs miracles and wonders that god's going to be doing through us because people are going to need that People are going to be scared out of their mind, people. And we have to be willing to help them, you know, to see God's glory in the midst of it. We have to help them to stay focused. Why? Because we hear the Lord. Okay, so, how be it? Now we're on verse 20. We're in Acts 14, verse 20. How be it as the disciples stood round about him, he rose up and came into the city. Can you believe that after him being stoned? And the next day he departed with Barnabas to Derby, And when they had preached the gospel to that city, what? You mean they preached boldly again even after he was stoned? Yes, they kept going. And when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many, they returned again to Lystria and to Iconium and Antioch 
confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. That's what I'm doing this morning. I'm exhorting you. And that we, come on, this is the word of the Lord today, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. Let me repeat that verse. Confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith, bride. We're going to continue. And that we must, must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. And I just want to pause right here, bride, because as I'm doing more research, as I'm writing these articles on WATV TV, and I'm you know, involved in these prayer groups up here, and I'm I'm visiting these different places and seeing, you know, the different leadership and whatnot, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening in the kingdom that breaks your heart. You know what I mean? Like, it really hurts your spirit when you see the church dwindling. I mean, when you see them, like I did the story on the evangelicals, the evangelicals that are partnering with the LGBT agenda on these bills, you know, and so basically they're compromising both sides. And then you see all these other things that are just partnering with other faiths and, and partnering with other, uh, you know, just vomit because God does not do that. God is holy. God, he cannot touch sin. He doesn't want us to touch the unclean thing. You know, type of deal. But in the midst of it all, bride, we can't help what anybody else does in the world. This is the point I'm trying to make to you today. We have to hear God ourselves. We have to know if God tells you to detach from an organization because they are now partnering with the beast, you got to obey him. And I mean, no matter what you're going to lose, no matter what the cost is, you have to obey the Holy Ghost because they are bride. A lot of these organizations and people we have trusted for years are now attaching to the beast, which is the one world government, which is the one world system. They're attaching to it. And let me tell you how you know. I'm going to tell you this from my research. How do you know that they're attaching because they're becoming inclusive. That is the biggest thing to look for, Brian, in the country. Are they becoming inclusive? Well, what does inclusive mean? Inclusive means they're accepting other agendas. They're partnering with other faiths, saying, oh, you know, we're all serving the same God, I mean. You know, that's the same faith coexisting. That's becoming inclusive. Uh, meaning everyone's included, everyone's going to heaven, sin is no big deal. That is a stench in God's nostrils, bride. Let me tell you, God is holy. And so, anyways, you just have to hear the voice of the Lord and you have to obey Him in this hour. No matter what is at stake, no matter if you lose your home, if you lose your church, if you lose your denomination, if you lose your friends, if you lose whatever, the Bible says you will never lose more than I will ever do for you type of deal. Like nothing you have is yours anyway, bride. You know that? You know your church is not even your church. Your ministry is not your ministry. Your family is not your family. 
Your spouse is not your spouse. It's all God's. God owns it all. And he can have what he wants. And if he tells you give up your ministry, hand your ministry over to somebody else. And you know he's done that many times, Brad. And even though I'm birthing in TV and, and radio and all this stuff, it isn't mine. This whole thing I'm doing up here in Washington, D.C. is none of this is mine. What God wants to do with the final thing is up to God. I'm just obeying him in the process. I'm building this thing. I'm birthing this thing in. And then whatever he wants to do with that baby is his choice. He may tell me to give that to somebody else and he wants me to go off and start going international. I mean, you know, there's no telling what God wants to do. But we cannot put him on limits. We cannot be selfish and say, no, I birthed this in and I'm not giving this back. I put too much work into this place. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can't say that because God owns it and he's going to do with it what he wants. He just wants us to be obedient and to uh, listen to him. So let's continue. All right. Now we are on verse... Okay, 23. And when they had ordained them elders in every church and had prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord on whom they believed. In other words, they're saying, Lord, we trust you for the, with these people. And after they had passed through Pisidia, they came to Pamphylia. And when they had preached the word in Perga, they went down into Italia. What? They're still going to all these other places in the midst of persecution and everything. Yes, they are. And then they sailed to Antioch, from whence they had been recommended to the grace of God for the work which they fulfilled. And when they were come and had gathered the church together, they rehearsed all that God had done with them and how he had opened the door to the faith unto the Gentiles. In case you did not know, Bride, that was huge what they did with the Gentiles. And there they abode long time with the disciples. So I wanted to encourage you today in Acts chapter 14. And then I wanted to encourage you, Bride, that for 2019, the biggest key is to hear the voice of the Lord for 2019. Because no matter what happens, and, you know, not sounding gloom and doom or anything, I'm just saying, you have got to hear the voice of the Lord because we have so much fallen away happening right now in organizations, in uh, churches falling away. I mean, uh, ministers who no longer preach sin, they no longer uh, preach the word of God hardly. I mean, <laughs> they're just self-help gurus, basically. Hear the voice of the Lord in this hour. I'm, I'm encouraging you today, Brian. Hear the voice of the Lord. Let him lead you and guide you. And he will, he will help you, you know. He will help you to overcome in this hour. So what I want to do this morning is I want to pray for you about 2019. And I want to pray for you, Brian, that you will hear his voice. 
and that if you are not having dreams, I want to pray for you, and I want to, if I can, impart into you this gift of dreams like the Lord has given me, and that you will be able to experience your prayer life uh, on a deeper level with the Holy Ghost. Okay, so let's pray. Lord, I lift up my friends to you right now, Lord, and I pray over every one of them for 2019. Lord, I just feel your presence so much right now. <laughs> You're so amazing, Lord. But, uh, Lord, I pray for all my friends, Lord, that they will hear your voice clearly, that the channel to heaven would be wide open, Lord. And I pray that if they have roots in their heart, Lord, that have been clogged up through disobedience or through offense or through some other type of way that you would bring those to the surface today. I pray it today, Lord. Bring it to the surface and let it come to, uh, you know, sometimes when roots come to my surface, I can feel it in my throat. Let the roots come up, Lord, and let them realize you still have not forgiven your father. You know, let it come to, let them hear this. You have not forgiven your son. You've not forgiven your ex-husband. You need to forgive this. You need to forgive that. Uh, you need to let this go. You never obeyed me when I told you to do this. You know, all these things that ha that is holding them back and that has been a block to them in the spirit from being able to hear you clearly and being able to know their position in you Bring that to the surface. Expose it, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, bring those roots up and let them be exposed so that they can have the clear uh, frequency to heaven in prayer and that they can hear the Holy Ghost very clearly, Lord. And I pray that if my friends are not filled with the Holy Ghost, Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray you fill them with the Holy Ghost from the top of their head to the soles of their feet with fire from heaven, Lord. From the top of their head to the soles of their feet, no matter where they're at right now, Lord, that they will want that fullness of your glory in their life, Lord. That they would want to have that experience of the the prayer life with you, Lord, and the prophetic, um, I don't want to use the word enlightenment, Lord, but the prophetic um, understanding, the opening up in the prophetic, the seeing beyond the seeing, and the knowing beyond the knowing that you give us, Lord, when you fill us with the Holy Ghost, because you you give us this beautiful prayer language, Lord, that we can... Uh, talk to you without the devil understanding and and the spirit man always speaks the most perfect thing lord and when we pray to you in the spirit we can you know talk to you exactly what you want and we're in agreement with heaven that our our vessels are in agreement with you lord so fill them with the holy ghost lord with the evidence of speaking in tongues right now in jesus name lord praise you lord and Lord, I pray that you would reveal yourself to them, Holy Spirit. Reveal yourself to them. Walk in the room. Let them feel your presence, Lord. I, you've done that to me many times. Just, <laughs> I'm about to pass out. 
with him walking in the room. Such an amazing experience, Holy Spirit. And for 2019, I pray for all my friends out there, Lord, that they would just be filled with your glory and filled with your power, Lord, and that they would be all that you have called them to be, Lord, that they will not be hindered. They will not be bound by religion. They would not be bound by expectations of others, that they would not be bound by DNA or bound by, um, you know, their what their family thinks of them, Lord, or bound by the mistakes that they've made in the past, Lord, or bound by anything, but that they are bound by your blood, Lord, that they are bound by your prayer, the prayer life that they have with you, Lord. And I pray that... Uh, that the world that you have created, the beauty, Lord, that it would be revealed to them. That that little boy and that little girl on the inside of them, Lord, would just come out and enjoy the birds and the, the trees. I mean, even if everything is collapsing around them, Lord, even if everything seems so chaotic, Lord, that they would still see your beauty. That you are always beautiful. <laughs> You're always beautiful, Lord, in the midst of everything falling apart. And I pray that they will see that in 2019. And Lord, I pray that they will not have the spirit of fear. Lord, I pray that they will not listen to the enemy speaking fear in their life. But that they would be bold, Lord, and they would march in the army of the living God, knowing that everywhere their foot treads, that they have that territory, Lord, and that they, you have given them the land, and that until you come back, Lord, we are not giving up. We are not uh, going out of here a weak bride, Lord. We are going out of here a, a very strong bride. We're going out of here on top. We're going out of here in a blaze of glory. Yes, Lord. We are going out of here, Lord, knowing that you have called every last one of us for such a time as this. You have called us to live in this hour. You, you have called us to live in the United States of America for such a time as this. You knew that we was going to have evil trying to roll over our nation, trying to take over our nation. Lord, you knew this and you still called us here. Lord, we have not met the requirements of the sons and daughters of God. And we're asking that we will. In 2019, Lord, that we will be the sons and daughters of God that you have called us to be, Lord. I pray that over my friends, that we all will be, Lord. And that um, as we mature, that we will want to be corrected. And that we will not be filled with pride. That we will... Be humble enough to receive your correction, Lord, because we want to grow. And we can't grow if we can't be whipped a little bit. We can't grow if we can't change. We can't grow if we can't be disciplined. And, and I pray for the bride in 2019 that she will come out of her shell. She's been in a shell, Lord. 
because of fear and all this, I pray that in 2019 that she comes out of the cocoon and that she comes out and she's a glorious, beautiful bride and that she comes out knowing who she is, knowing she is unstoppable, Lord. She is unstoppable because she has you with her and with you, all things are possible, Lord. When you are with us, nothing is against us, Lord. And that we can walk out in the midst of the storm. And we can walk out in the midst of the of the assault of the enemy, Lord. And the uh, arrows come and fly. I just see this in the Spirit. <laughs> I see this in the Spirit. But she's walking in the midst of these arrows flying from the enemy and she's in that beautiful white dress and she is walking in that purity and holiness and she's walking in the beauty of your face lord because when she walks in that right position your face is shined upon her lord and when she does lord it's that light that leads her lord and all these arrows can be flying by. All of them can be just barely missing her. But it doesn't stop her because you are the light that she looks for, Lord. And she follows the light in the midst of the gross darkness, Lord. And that's what I pray for the bride in 2019. That when we cross over into 2019 on Monday night. When we cross over at midnight. That there will be a supernatural exchange that happens in the bride. And this supernatural exchange is the rags coming off and she's stepping into the beauty. And she is stepping into 2019 as a warrior bride. She is stepping into 2019 clothed in you. She is stepping into 2019 with all of the... Um, equipment that she needs all of the uh what do you call i see it in the spirit weapons there you go uh, that she is stepping into 2019 with all the weapons and she is stepping into battle she's not retreating she is stepping forward and she is going out there in the midst of the storm and she is saying let's do this Jesus we're going to go out of here in a blaze of glory because you're the one that controls the night and the day you're the one that controls when you take us home and we will not let that hold us back we will march forward in the midst of all the arrows flying, in the midst of all the storm clouds, in the, midst, in the midst of the tsunami rising on the horizon, that it does not stop the bribe. We just keep walking. And Lord, you are our guard. You are our protector, Lord. You are our shield and buckler, Lord. And you have us protected like Fort Knox, Lord. Nobody can take us out without you giving permission. Come on now. We do not fear persecution. We do not fear martyrdom. We do not fear the threats of the devil. We do not fear anything, Lord, because we have you on our side and we are a victorious bride. And that's what I see over 2019 is the year of the victorious bride, the year of her maturing and her coming out of her shell and blossoming and being beautiful before your eyes lord that's what i see 
And I thank you, Lord. We were all called for such a time as this. And you know what, Lord? A lot of your bride, a lot of the bride, Lord, are different colors. They're different shapes. They're different sizes. They're different backgrounds. They're everything. But you still have called her. You have still called her. No matter what the past says. And no matter what they look like or what their story is. You have still called them, and I praise you for it, Lord, because we will see a battle in this country. I'm saying this by the Spirit. We will see a battle in this country like we have never seen in the Spirit. And the church has got to be in position to battle. And that's what I'm praying for all my friends to be in position for this battle. And that when New Year's Eve happens, I want all of you to see this in the Spirit, okay? When New Year's Eve happens and you cross over into 2019, I, will, I seriously, I want you to see this. As you stepping out of your cocoon, I mean this. Whatever has happened in that cocoon, the preparation, the time of preparation, the suffering... Uh, the battles that you've been through and all that has been in a cocoon. It's been in a preparation. But when you step over into 2019, you're coming out. You are blossoming out. This is the time you've been waiting for in 2019. And God is going to meet you over there. And He is going to clothe you in Him. And He is going to use everything that has ever been done in your life. He is going to culminate that into this beauty. So don't be ashamed of your past. Don't be ashamed of what has ever come against you or hit you or smacked you or whipped you. Because God is going to use all that for His glory. You know, that's what He means, Brad, when He says He makes the crooked paths straight. You know, for many years... I'm sorry, I'm a blubber mess over here. For many years, uh, people made fun of me because of my accent. Because I speak so... Uh, southern but you know what guess what I get up here to my promised land in Washington DC and that very thing that I got persecuted over is the very thing that's opening doors <laughs> it is bright people love my, my accent and so don't despise the small things is what I'm trying to say because God will use it for His glory when your moment comes, when you're stepping into your promised land, which is going to be 2019. When you step into your promised land, God's going to use all that. So don't uh, worry about anything that's happened in your past. God is going to use it all for His glory. And listen, if the devil ever comes at you through somebody and says, Look what they did in the past. And you say, yes, hallelujah, how my God is a deliverer. Come on. Does it not show you the power of God? Don't be ashamed of it. It's what God did. Your story is for his glory. Your story is for his glory. So in 2019, we are crossing over into a place of unabandonment royalty. That's what I see in the spirit. We are going to be a royal bride, a holy priesthood. 
I, I see a vision before my eyes right now. I'm, I'm trying so hard not to crack right here, but I'm seeing this on New Year's Eve. A literal transformation taking place of the past just coming off like a, a snake skin, you know, like we're just coming out. And then in 2019, we are coming out and the warrior bride that this world has never seen, but we know is there. Come on. This warrior bride that we have prayed about and dreamed about and desired for so long is about to appear. And when we come out on the scene, it is going to be uh, very beautiful what appears. But the Lord is exhorting us tonight to not let it go to your heads. Because if we're not healed, it will do that, bride. And, and you know why that is? You know that post I did yesterday about me losing this weight and how a lot of people when they lose weight, they'll start showing their body and everything and the reason is they're not healed and so they need that affirmation uh to feel beautiful but god is the affirmation type of deal but it's the same way with the gifts when god uses us in the miracle signs and wonders if we bask in the glory if we want to receive the glory we're not healed we're not ready for that and god is exhorting us today in acts chapter 14 that in 2019 when the glory is coming to the bride she's stepping out of her cocoon and going into her destiny going into her clothing in him into the army we cannot take the glory because the people that are suffering okay the people that will be hurting they will be looking at you like wow you know, and you have to keep their focus. It's not a wow on you. It's a wow on who's in you. That is the key of what we have to remember. Because there's a hundred, like I said, there's a hundred other people that's ministered to these people. And we're just the part of the army. We're a part of the big picture. Okay. So I pray that that has encouraged you. And the other thing to remember is... To hear his voice and not trust people. Okay? Because when it comes time, Brian, for the mark of the beast, they are the devil's going to use your closest people to try to get you to take the chip and to get you to become a part of the beast system. I'm just using this as an analogy. You have to trust the Holy Ghost. You have to hear Him in this hour, bride. Because people are falling away left and right. It's happening right before our eyes. We have to hear Him. And then when calamity comes, you have to hear His voice. If right now, if, the out, if all the lights cut off and I lose you, and all I have left is my prayer with the Holy Ghost. I have to know I have something living going here. Or I would be caught up in the fear and the anxiety that the world is feeling. So what I do is if if chaos happens, is I pray, Lord, okay, what do you want me to do, Lord? I have to have my marching orders because the world is going to have to have somebody to rely upon. Now, I'm not saying, please hear me, that the world is going to fall apart tomorrow. I'm not saying that. What I am saying, we are headed into a storm, Brad. And this storm could, is definitely spiritual. Okay, we're headed into a spiritual tsunami in 2019. 
But to the bride, we are headed into the most glorious days we have ever seen. And it's because God has prepared you for such a time as this. But you're going to have to be connected to the right vine. You're going to have to be connected to the glory. That's why I encouraged you, get filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Have that prayer language so that you can pray and fight and come in agreement with heaven. And then you can be, let's say, let's, uh, let's just use a worst case scenario. Let's say ISIS captures me, okay? Or let's say I'm in a FEMA camp, okay? And let's say they're all sitting around. I can pray in tongues and none of them can understand what I'm saying. You see what I mean? This is a prayer language between me and God. If I need some direction, I'm going to pray in tongues. If I'm not able to just, you know, really talk to him, I will pray in tongues. That is a weapon. Praying in tongues is a weapon. I'm telling you, bride. I have prayed in tongues since I was in my, I don't know, well, since, since my young 20s. And praying in tongues has saved my life, bride. It has saved my life before. So, praying in tongues is a weapon, okay? So, I encourage you to be filled with the Holy Ghost, but you need to hear Him, no matter what is going on in the world, the chaos that's happening in the world, you need to hear Him. Okay, so the spiritual tsunami that's on the horizon, okay, I believe, talking about politically, I believe that God has got me up here for this. No, no. I believe that God has got me up here for this uh, to, of course, do, you know, I've been invited in all these prayer groups up here. God has really opened the door and I'm really thankful, very uh, thanking the Lord because, bride, he did just as he promised. He went before me. God has prepared the way for this mission up here in D.C. So I believe that the spiritual storm that's on the horizon in our country, that I will be up here to document it. I will be up here to show you what is happening. The battle that I'm having is the compromise. That's the battle that I'm having. Because you know my position as we are the Bride Ministries. I cannot compromise. I cannot partner with the seeker-friendly agenda that's happening in the country. It's... Uh, as to me, I just, I just can't do it. I can't do it. Uh, so, I don't know. I just can't because I feel like it's a disservice to the church when you do that. Okay? When you tell people, he's running after you and, and you know, he likes you just the way you are. Just, just stay right there. He, he understands your sin. He's, he's just running after you and he's chasing after you and he just i don't believe none of that i do not i believe christianity is an evolving state of death basically it's where we are changing into his image he doesn't want to come down and become our image he wants us to change into his image that's the bride do you understand the bride is in the image of her husband when you see a married couple like this, they're one. When you see the wife, you see the husband. When you see the husband, you see the wife. Why? Because they're one. You can't separate the two. They're one. 
And that's the same way with the bride. The bride, how do you think, how do you think God feels when he looks down and he sees his ministers telling his people, you can be just how you are. And God is okay with that. He knows exactly where you're at. He's He's okay with you compromising your life and you doing all that shenanigans. And can you imagine how God feels about that, looking at that seriously? Because I wonder if these preachers that are saying that, have they ever studied the temple? If you have ever studied the temple, you understand God and God's heart about sin. It's not a funny thing, Brad. It's a very serious uh, offense. I mean, it's a very serious thing to him. And I don't know if you know this, but God has a throne. And he, on, underneath his throne, he has these bowls, okay? These bowls are the prayers of the saints. Now listen to this, bride. When you were created, God breathed into human. That's how we have his breath in us, okay? When we pray... We're releasing his breath back to him. I mean, it's a beautiful exchange, right? So what he does is he gathers. He has the angels gather those words. They, they gather these prayers in these bowls. And these bowls are before the throne and God is sitting there like... <sighs> but then the stench of sin comes and it's like... <laughs> No, it's a stench to his nostrils, sin. And that's why we cannot do that. We cannot partner with that. And when these churches don't teach people about sin and they don't teach them, there is a way that can block your communication to God and that's called sin. Sin, think about it, Brian. The very thing that sends people to hell is what they're not preaching on. Something's wrong with that picture. The very thing. What is the very thing that sends people to hell? Sin. S-I-N. And then we have these churches that do not teach sin. They're so afraid they're going to offend people. <clears throat> would you rather be offended and get to heaven? Or, or would you rather be tickled and go tickle all the way to hell? I saw that one thing on Facebook where that, I think it was Stacy Mitchell posted it. Uh, about the satanic, uh, some state had passed a satanic thing and they said, I would rather be uh, something in hell, a warrior in hell, than to be a, a servant in heaven. You know, and that's just pitiful, the way that people would think that. You see what I mean? But if you don't teach people about sin, that's the way the world ends up. And something else, Brian. When we look at the spiritual condition of this country, we must examine our own heart as the church. This is the reason it's like this. You see to me, we will answer to God for our country. That's why last year I did that 40 days fasting and praying. Because the Lord told me to cast down the idols, uh, to cast down the idols in the church, and that was a lot of it. We repented to the Lord. Because of the condition of the church has brought all this vomit into our nation. is because of the condition of the church. So anyways, my encouragement to you today, Brad, is this. 
Although the church may be going off a cliff. Although the nation has got the storm going in and all this other stuff. What we need to do is the bride, okay, is have a clear channel to heaven in prayer. We need to hear his voice in the midst of the storm. All, you think of Elijah. In the midst of all the chaos, what do we need to hear? We need to hear that still, small voice because of what's on the horizon in 2019. We need to, on New Year's Eve, picture ourselves crossing over, coming out of the cocoon, coming out of the past is being washed away, and we are coming into 2019 as a victorious bride. We are coming out. We are coming out into our new clothing. We are coming out into our new position. We're coming out into the promised land. We are coming out into the royalty that God has called us to from the beginning of time. We are coming into our moment. 2019 is our moment as the bride. We are coming into our maturehood. We are coming into our destiny. We are coming into position. We are coming into the army of the living God in 2019. And how is our greatest weapon? Our greatest weapon is our prayer life. Because, like I said, we cannot control what the world does. So if the grid shuts down, if, if everything gets shut down, it does not affect our kingdom, our kingdom at all. Because I can hear the Lord say, June, I want you to get up and walk to Union Station and you're going to meet so-and-so at 7 o'clock. See, he is our captain of the host, you know. He will lead every person that's listening. But if we're so clouded with our own agenda, if we're so clouded with the refusal to obey and the refusal to uh, bend and to give up and the refusal to listen to him, we won't be able to hear him in the chaos. The word says itself, surely... Hear the voice of the Lord today while he may be found. Because when the floods come, surely they won't hear him then. I'm telling you, bride, while we have this time where it is sun shining outside right now, right now it is, I want to hear your voice, Lord. Talk to me. Help me to have my channels cleaned Clean my heart, O oh God. Pull these roots out. Expose the roots. Expose the vomit. Get this mess out of me, Lord. Because I want to have my vine clean. And Lord, if I'm attached to anything, any organization, any person that is ungodly, that is not attached to the right vine, expose it. Let me detach from that vine and to be connected to the heavenly vine. Lord, I want to walk in purity, holiness, and consecration in 2019. I want to be all that you have called me to be. I don't want to be held back. I don't want limitations. I don't want to be held back by limitations. I don't want my past to hold me back. I don't want my DNA to hold me back. I don't want the expectations of others to hold me back. I don't want my checkbook to hold me back. I don't want my own self to hold me back. I want to be all that you have called me to be in 2019. In Jesus' name. 
So, bride, let me encourage you on New Year's Eve, picture yourself crossing into 2019, coming out of your cocoon, coming out of your past, leaving all that behind. All your failures, all your hurts and pains and sorrows, you're leaving it behind. And you are coming out in 2019 as a beautiful bride that God has designed Himself. All of the flaws, see my flaws, all these flaws, He designed Himself. My eyes being beady and little, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My pug nose, all these things, He designed Himself. He wanted me to look this way. I mean, who knows why? He, you know what I'm saying? So when you step into 2019, you're stepping into the beauty of your calling. The beauty of what He says you are. The beauty of the bride that's on the inside of you that's about to be revealed to the entire planet. So picture yourself New Year's Eve as you're stepping out and you're being clothed in His glory and beauty and clothing and you're walking into 2019 as a warrior. You're going out of this earth victorious bride, not defeated, not whipped, not being denied, but a royal priesthood and a holy nation in what God has called you to be. You see what I mean? So, I pray that for you, bride. Remember that on New Year's Eve, okay? So, and be willing to be changed, bride. Don't be stagnant and stale. Don't be upset because things don't work out the way you want it to. You see behind me, you see the difference between this and that green wall. Why? Because people quit donating, which I know it's because of Christmas. So I had to downsize everything into one room and give up the offices. But I just have to change and mode and believe that God has a plan. You, It doesn't affect, and it's been this way the whole six years I've been in the kingdom full time. You have to be willing to mold and not get distraught because things go in and out. You see what I mean? You've got to be willing to be flexible with him. It doesn't stop you. It doesn't uh, affect your kingdom. It doesn't affect your mission. You just keep going forward and you adjust. If people don't donate, then you just, you know, you keep moving forward and just pray that God does what he's going to do and he has a reason for doing what he's going to do type of deal. And so I encourage you in that and I encourage you in 2019, you know, to cross over there maturing and listening to God and asking Him, you know, uh, what is my mission? And listen to Him and not fully trust, not full, not trust, but fully put everything on another person. Do not be codependent upon any person but God. I'm telling you, I wrote that book about it. Do not. God is jealous for you and He wants you you all to himself okay so don't be codependent on god i mean on other people be codependent on god he wants to reveal himself to you in 2019 and he wants to take you to places you could never imagine he's an amazing god okay 
So, Bride, I just pray that I've encouraged you today, and um, I just pray that you get the visual that I gave you about the bride stepping into 2019. I'll try to do a graphic. I'll see if I can do a graphic today to show the vision of what I'm trying to say about the bride coming out of the cocoon of the past, uh, defeated, uh you know, not operating in signs, miracles, and wonders, compromising, uh, out of proportion, you know, uh, but stepping into 2019 in proportion, in right standing with God, clothed in Him, clothed in royalty, and no fear, and bold, walking forward, you see what I mean? So, I pray that this has encouraged you today, Bride, and I pray that you have a wonderful day today. God bless you.